Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Kaylin Clakely, the Development and Special Events Coordinator for the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County. Good morning, Clay- Good morning. Uh, Kaylin, that is. Great to have <laughs> Kaylin Clakely. Yeah. Good morning, Kaylin. Great to have you with us. Good morning. My name is a bit of a tongue twister. That's quite all right. <laughs> okay, well, we're, we're, we're going to get all the tongue twisting out of the yes. way early. But in any way, great to have you along. Don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Kaylin? Uh, the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County been in business for um, almost 20 years as the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County, so it's a familiar organization to a lot of folks, but uh, things change all the time, and it is time for an update and just kind of a recap of what you've been doing since about 1999 and yeah. what you're doing these days. Basically, the mission and purpose of the Children's Advocacy Center. Sure. So, Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County, we exist to minimize the trauma that children face uh, when they've been victimized by abuse. Um, we work cases through CAC that are criminal and um, focusing on children ages birth through 17 who've been victims of either physical and or sexual abuse, have witnessed a violent crime, or may have been exposed to community violence. Okay, and you do this basically through a very large and comprehensive network of different yes. people involved in law enforcement, mm-hmm. psychological counseling, child protective services, uh, Department of Family and Protective mm-hmm. Services. It's just a team effort of the kind that really didn't exist before your agency, at least in this area, before your agency came into existence. Exactly. Before CACs were created, um, if a child experienced something and made an outcry of a type of abuse, they would have to to retell their story over and over again um, with the different agencies. And it wasn't that the agencies were trying to bring extra harm or any trauma, you know, to these children's lives. There just wasn't a one place that this child could be um, brought to so that their story could only have to be told one time. Um, and that's why CACs was created. Um, we, we try and allow the child to really only have to relive that trauma once, and then from there they can then they can start their path to healing. Um, when they tell that story, it's, you know, they're telling their biggest secret and they're telling it to someone who they hope that they can trust and they do trust. And so it's good to have a place where all of our multidisciplinary team that is in, including all of our local law enforcement, our um, district attorney's office, CPS, and, and the agencies that need to be there. Um, it's good to have one place that that child can tell their story. All of those agencies can be involved together and they can work in the effort to um, see that child through the entire criminal case that may happen afterwards. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the criminal case. These yes. cases have to be prosecuted, and the children and the families have to be looked after as well, and that's really what the Children's Advocacy Center is all about. Yes, and we, we have family advocates that work directly with the parents. You know, when something like this happens, it's not just to the child, it's to the sibling sibling group, it's to the parents, and so for that, we have wonderful family advocates that kind of help them know what to expect. Um, they help them with any kind of financial burdens that this, this may cause, and they also work with the families to to ensure that they have the things that they need and just be a helping hand to them. And then, of course, we provide free therapy services with uh, licensed 
uh, clinical therapists uh, to do trauma-focused cognitive therapy with these children um, and they go through that program and they get to graduate out and when they graduate it's a wonderful celebration that I got to be a part of even mm. when I first started at CAC I got to see that um, just within my first few weeks and it's a huge celebration that everyone is a part of because they you know they've gone through a big big undertaking and that, that way they can go on and continue with their lives and they don't have to let this this instance completely um, rule their thoughts forever. They're able to to move past it and safely and healthily um, move on from it. Mm -hmm. CACSmithCounty.org is the website, by the way. The phone number is 903-533-1880. You're located at 2210 Frankston Highway and uh, open 8 to 7 Monday through Friday. Appointments are encouraged if you want to do a tour and come by and just talk and get more information. But uh, we can go through all of that a little bit later on in the show, and we will. We'll repeat it a few times. (laughs) But with that stage set, we want to get right to a couple of events that you have coming up that are really exciting for you, I'm sure. The first of these being... Being Blingo and the second being Bids for Kids. Blingo is actually a kickoff for the Bids for Kids events and they're just around the corner. It all begins on September 12th. Tell us about Blingo. What happens there? And we'll go ahead and tell folks at the beginning it's already sold out but doesn't mean you can't be involved. Exactly. So Blingo, this is our fourth annual Blingo event. It is a ladies' night out of uh, designer purse bingo fun. And so what that is is we have, uh, just plain and simple, we have 15 rounds of bingo that we play. And we have 15 designer purses. So if you kind of put that math together, we're giving out 15 designer purses that night. Um, and I don't know anyone um, that doesn't want a chance to win a very great bag. So it's a it's a very fun event that brings a lot of our community together for such a great purpose. Um, we play a few additional fun games and have a silent auction as well and have dinner all together. And it's just a really great opportunity to bring all of these ladies and even a few gentlemen. Some men do come to this and they're more mm. than welcome. They're just a little outnumbered. A little outnumbered. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but we, we'll have over 600 ladies in attendance this year. And just it, it fills my heart with joy to know that all these people are there to have such a great time, but also there in support of what we do and all of the children that, that we have here in our community that, that utilize our services. Mm-hmm. Kaylin Clakely with uh, the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. It's 6.30 p.m. on September the 12th. Where does yes. it all happen? It'll happen at Cascades Country Club. Like you said, 6.30 p.m. doors open at 6 o'clock, so you can get there a little bit early to get yourself parked and in the door and go ahead and grab your chairs and and, uh, use our photo booth and get get started on your fun, yeah. Mm -hmm. And before we go too much further with what it's all about, since uh, it's already sold out, that that comes with a bit of a hedge because there is a waiting list. Tell us how people might still have a chance to be a part of it in person, even if it is already sold out. Sure. So some of our um, sponsors could be giving away some of their tickets, so I would just look out for that. We'll certainly share that if anybody is giving away tickets on um, their social media pages or their websites. Um, You can also uh, get on our waiting list because sometimes things happen and plans may change for groups, and we certainly want to include anyone that wants to be included. So you are more than welcome to call our office um, to to be placed on that waiting list and we'll, we'll contact you if um, if tickets become available. You can also participate by um, purchasing chance drawing tickets. We have a beautiful Louis Vuitton Aina bag. Mm. 
that we have up for grabs right now. And you don't have to be present to win this. We will announce the winner at Blingo, but you don't have to be present to win. And you can purchase those tickets, 12 of those um, for $100 or $10 a piece. And um, we have a limited number of tickets. And so when those are sold out, everyone has their chance. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. And you're still accepting donations. You'll take purses and you'll take money for Blingo. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I know that community groups and and families in the past have been so gracious and helped us out by donating purses, um, new purses, and um, even monetary donations to to benefit the event and sponsorship levels are, of course, still available. So people are more than welcome to contact us if they are interested in being a part of this wonderful event. All righty. And if you don't get to go, you uh, signed on a little bit late and you can't get on the waiting (laughs) list or the waiting list doesn't come through for you, you can pre-register for next year. Never too early to make plans. That's right. You can. You can go ahead and pre-register for next year. You can give me a call at the office, or you can always email me at kaylen, K-A-Y-L-E-N, at cacsmithcounty.org, and I'll be more than happy to um, put you on our list for next year. That way you are secured a seat for 2018, which just sounds crazy to even talk about now, but you're more than... um, more than welcome to do that. And of course, since this is a kickoff party for our Bids for Kids online auction, if, mm-hmm. you, if you don't get the chance to participate in Blingo, you can certainly help our center by participating in the online auction that will run from September 12th at 9 o'clock, about the time that, that Blingo ends, till um, September 22nd at 10 p.m. Uh, the auction will run for um, that little span of time, a little bit over two weeks um, right there. And um, we'll have over 100 items of for grabs in our online auction, um, ranging in very different price ranges. And so everyone can participate in this auction. And it's a really great opportunity to benefit our center and, you know, even get some early holiday shopping in if, you, if you're thinking that early ahead. <laughs> a lot of people are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and that's Bids for Kids, for which Blingo is basically the kickoff. It is. 18th Annual Bids for Kids online auction. Let's give out that website. Uh, Blingo, sure. or do you want to do it? I can do it. Oh. I'll do it. Yeah, it's blingoandbids.ggo.mobi. And as items start getting posted to that, you can even preview them and start kind of poking out and seeing what you might want beforehand. Again, it's blingoandbids.ggo.mobi. All right. That's the 18th Annual Bids for Kids online auction, which is kicked off by Blingo. It all begins on September the 12th. The Bids for Kids online auction runs through September 22nd at 10 p.m., I believe you said? Yes, 10 p.m. is the cutoff for that, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, basically all the details you can probably just go get by going to that <laughs> website, blingoandbids.ggo.mobi. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, for any questions, you can email Kaylin at... Uh, K-A-Y-L-E-N at C-A-C-Smith-County.org or give the Children's Advocacy Center a call at 903-533-1880. About how much money do you expect to make through these two events? Quite a bit, I believe. Yes, so through the two events, um, these are our large fundraising events of the year and the only ones that we're currently hosting um, that that the community can have a big impact on. And so through the events, we hope to, to to raise up to $150,000, and um, that will certainly benefit our center and the community which in which we serve. And in the last year, we've seen a 31.5% increase in the amount of children that we've seen, mm. which um, it, it sounds like such an alarming number, but for so many reasons, it's great to have such growth in our center because that means the community is more aware of this issue, and they're reporting these things more often. And so because of that growth, we have a 
definite need. Um, I can share personally that, you know, our our center's for sure busting at the seams. <laughs> our staff, um, we share quarters and we are happy to, um, to be close to one another. I share an office with three other people and sometimes mm-hmm. that's tight, and, but we are happy to be there to, to do the work for these children and to um, be able to provide these services. But, you know, we, we do have growth that's needed and that's what these events will go to help. You know, these therapy services that we provide for free, the advocacy service where we, you know, provide gas cards, we provide um, housing, we provide different things um, or assistance with housing rather um, for these families that might be going through one of the most difficult times of their lives and so um, through these events we're able to to grow our center and grow um, what's needed for our Mm -hmm. community. Kaylin Clakely Development and Special Events Coordinator from the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County our guest this morning on In Focus I'm John Sims (laughs) and we already talked about the mission maybe if you could just kind of briefly restate the mission and then we can go into some of the services that you provide. Absolutely. Um, So the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County exists to minimize the trauma that children face when they've been victimized by abuse. Um, And we do this through all of our services um, and through our multidisciplinary team that assists um, with with the prosecution and with the the entire process when a child makes the outcry from that process to um, the court system, whether that person is prosecuted. And then, of course, when the child goes through their therapy service and um, comes out um, as a graduate of the trauma th- trauma-focused cognitive therapy services. You bring together agencies and caring professionals, according to your website, and I'm sure mm-hmm. according to you, if you were yes. to state it, and probably <laughs> say it in so many words. Yes. And uh, let's start with a multidisciplinary team. There's a brochure that's available, and yes. uh, that's uh, easy. I guess you can get it online or pick it up at the office you if you can, want to drop by. Can. But uh, the multidisciplinary team you describe is the real core of what mm-hmm. makes the Children's Advocacy Center successful. Let's go into a little bit about how that works, how the different team members really come together. Sure. So uh, this team is made up of local professionals, including our CAC team, our forensic interviewers. We have uh, professionally trained forensic interviewers that are trained to work specifically with children uh, to interview them in a way that is non-leading um, and is one that is is soft and caring for that child to um, to talk to them. It's it's very difficult for them, like I said, to, to tell the biggest secret of their life. And so we have these professionals that work very closely with these kiddos to to help them tell their story without leading them into um, to anything and we also have our local law enforcement for whichever city this might have occurred in and um, we cover all of Smith County which encompasses uh, a few cities and so we work with all of the agencies um, that are within Smith County we also work with our local district attorney and sheriff's office to um, to work on a larger scale with that um, and with our um, child protective services division um, if there's removals or anything needed with the families for these children we work uh, directly with them as well okay now the forensic interviews this is where of course children tell their story of abuse in a child-friendly environment to that specially trained forensic interviewer Mm -hmm. then the recorded interview is given to law enforcement Mm -hmm. cps and the da's office for investigation and prosecution so that uh interview is basically uh, for the most part mm-hmm. the first step in the process it is it's that's the first interaction that we will often have with that child is when they come in for their interview and so um that's the first time they see the center and um have that interaction with us and we um we have those wonderful wonderful individuals that um care so deeply for these kids and can uh 
can do these processes in such a wonderful way. Mm-hmm. Victim and family services. This is where family advocates work with each mm-hmm. family to assess needs and provide assistance. And different resources might be needed. Counseling, medical care, housing, employment, clothing, and other basic needs. This is where it gets complicated. It's yes. not just about a child being abused, although that is a obviously a big, big concern right. in its own right. But it just really kind of goes from there. That's where victim and family services, mm-hmm. among the other pieces of your, uh, uh, among the other aspects of yes. your agency, is so important. Yes, and and every child in every case is so different. We, there's definitely no cookie cutter situation, um, and our family advocates jump in to be there um, in the ever changing <laughs> environment for these families and for these kids. And sometimes, you know, getting to our center for therapy can be difficult, and so we provide things like gas cards and we provide things like mm-hmm. meal vouchers for these families that might be struggling financially. Because occasionally, the assumed perpetrator is one of the breadwinners in the family, and that can mm-hmm. suddenly bring that family to a one-income household or a zero-income household um, where the other parent is, is having to go back into the workforce. And so in those instances, our family advocates are especially important because that is a person that the, the the parent can lean on, that the child can lean on and um, be av- available service to them to help them with any kind of services that are out there in the community through other organizations um, that they can utilize to help them through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, therapy. This is known as trauma-focused cognitive behavior. Tell us mm-hmm. how that works within your uh, overall scheme. Sure. So this is a very specific therapy um, that works um, allowing the child to begin by going through their trauma narrative. So I'm um, working through what exactly happened and kind of working through that to come to a place where they can cope with that and they can heal from that and realizing that it is something that's happened. It's something that they, you know, unfortunately were faced with, but it's something that they can safely and effectively live with um, in in learning how to to cope in a very healthy way. And so um, one wonderful thing about our center is that um, our door is always open. We have an open door policy. So if a child does um, graduate, but some somewhere down the line, something triggers them and they might need therapy again, our door is always open to welcome that family back into our center for free therapy for the life of that child. Mm-hmm. That's important to note. And I want to get back to things like office hours, where you're located, et cetera. Sure. The 2210 Frankston Highway, mm-hmm. which is right across from the big uh, Walmart neighborhood market yes. on the Frankston Highway, yes. and uh, just kind of a hop, a skip, and a jump to the Tyler ISD offices, exactly. just in case you need to know where that mm-hmm. is geographically. The website is cacsmithcounty.org. Phone number is 903-533-1880. Basic office hours are 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. Appointments mm-hmm. are encouraged, but yes. obviously there are going to be times when something needs to be done right away. Right. So just, I would say, use very good judgment. Yes. But generally speaking, if it's not something urgent, if you mm-hmm. maybe just want to do a tour or drop by and visit and learn a little bit more about what the agency does, appointments are encouraged, yes. and you would just probably need to call 903-533-1880. Mm-hmm. Getting back to the things you do, there's a medical forensic health exam. We're really getting into depth now about just yes. the different services, that the variety of services that you offer. Yes, and it's a lot of people don't realize just how many things that we're capable of doing just in our office, and um, we have a wonderful um, program, and some people are familiar with SANE as the acronym, and that is Sexual Assault Nurse Exam, and that's part of the process that we can perform in-house. We have a medical room in our building that looks 
kind of like a doctor's office and yeah. um, every every child that might need that to have that exam and um, we have um, a nurse practitioner that is on staff and also she has a team that can fill in if we um, need additional help and they can perform these medical forensic health exams um, with specialized training in that trauma evaluation um, they can help with um, making sure that the child is completely taken care of and that they're comfortable in this setting. So we call them our superhero exams. That's what we call them in our office. And every child gets to leave with a little cape and they know that um, it's it's not as scary whenever we put it in that kind of environment. And these nurses are just wonderful with these kids. Mm-hmm. And then there's the room. I think a lot of people in the community know you by <laughs> the rainbow room. And yes. we've already touched on that a little mm-hmm. bit. You talked about some of the services that you provide. Mm-hmm. These are basically done through the rainbow room. Tell us about more about how that works. Sure. So our rainbow room is a, a special room that has diapers, wipes, um, uh, clothing, and household essentials, and different kinds of things that families might need and CPS might need if there's an immediate removal of a child. And so that room is open all the time for those kinds of um professionals that might need it for a child and even if we have a client that has a special need or they're struggling financially to you know to buy pull-ups or or wipes or or diapers for their child we're able to provide those okay again kaylin clakely the development and special events coordinator for the children's (laughs) advocacy center of smith county our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims moving on to parenting Mm -hmm. and uh basically just a little bit of history uh Uh, of um, a couple of agencies Mm -hmm. that I became very familiar with in my early days in Tyler, Parents Anonymous and the Parent Services Mm -hmm. Center. They both uh, went out of business per se Uh uh, within the last few years, but their services were folded over into uh, the Children's Advocacy Center. So your parenting uh, services have the background of those two very strong agencies, and yes. I'm sure that that continues today. Yes, we we offer um, multiple different um, classes throughout the year um, that are parenting classes. Oftentimes, these are referred through different agencies, and sometimes these are just parents in the community that just want to grow stronger for the sake of their children. And so we offer these like I said, multiple times, um, we do small group uh, therapy and parenting education. We provide those for the non-offending caregivers as well um, through our center. So if a child is seeing a therapist in our center, we're also going to see that non-offending uh, caregiver as well. So whether that is a mom or dad or a grandparent or aunt or uncle or whoever is caring for that child, we're also going to see them because, like I said, this is something that affects not only the child but the entire family. Um, parenting education classes, like I mentioned, um, are also conducted at various locations throughout the community. We have so many wonderful partners that allow us to host them at their sites. Um, These help parents improve their skills or fulfill court-mandated requirements. Okay. Now, kids in court, this is an interesting one, court uh, court accompaniment, uh, kids in court and court accompaniment. Mm -hmm. That's where a CAC staff administrator, uh, that's where CAC staff administer court education curriculum. A little bit about that. Yes, so we have a model courtroom in our office, and this allows kiddos, it almost looks like a little dollhouse, (laughs) but it allows kids that might have Uh to go into court um, the opportunity to see what a courtroom is like. We also have partners with the Discovery Science Place and have in the past, and Mm -hmm. sometimes we'll bring those children into the courtroom um, model that they have in their center uh, so that the the child is not um, as scared. This might be the first time that they ever have to be in the same room with their perpetrator again 
or their assumed perpetrator. Um, and so it can be a very scary thing. And even just talking um, about what happened in front of adults, um, it's very scary. And so this kind of helps these kids become familiar with the setting that they're going to be in. And it's a wonderful uh, thing that the advocates work with the kids on. Mm-hmm. Moving into how you can be involved, sure. the public. Uh, we'll start with Community Education and Speakers Bureau. You really work hard mm-hmm. to get the word out through different types of speeches, presentations, mm-hmm. in different places around the community. Absolutely. Uh, we do uh, our Speakers Bureau, like you said, so we have education both for um professionals that might work with children very often we do a recognizing and reporting curriculum to really understand how to recognize the signs of of child abuse and how to properly report them to the appropriate agencies Um, and in turn we have um, different curriculums that we provide for children Um, oftentimes kids aren't talking about this enough with um, with their schools or with their parents and it's just something that we don't talk about as often as we do with other safety procedures and in the home and so um, this gives us the opportunity to speak to these kids about what safe touches are, what unsafe touches are, and and put it on different levels for different age groups to make it um, not so scary to talk about, but also in a way to help them understand what it, it's okay to say no and how to react if something happens and who to tell if they feel like they're in an unsafe environment. Um, and that is a, a great curriculum that is proved to be um, very effective in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you have a variety of curricula, if you will, that yes. are tailored to different audiences, all the mm-hmm. way from people in schools, teachers, and students, mm-hmm. to parents, to members of church groups, civic groups, Absolutely. clubs, nonprofit organizations, things of that nature. If you go to the website, which is uh, cacsmithcounty.org, there will be a list of some of the different curricula, uh, uh, curricula that you offer, mm-hmm. recognizing and reporting, PS, it's my body, play it safe, parenting center, internet safety, mm-hmm. and I think there might, might be a couple of more on there sure. as well. The person to contact if you want to make that kind of an arrangement, by the way, is Rubith, and it's R-U-B-Y-T-H at CACSmithCounty.org to schedule training and or a speaker for your business, community organization, daycare, or church group. And of course, you can always call that phone number, 903-533-1880. Other ways that you can join in the fight against child abuse, I see on here, report suspected child abuse. There's an 800 number, 1-800-252-5400, or 911 if it's an emergency, and you deal with emergencies on a day-in, day-out basis, so I'm sure that that's... um, there are a lot of 911 calls being made. Absolutely. And of course, you know, if you were if you suspect uh, child abuse and you need to make the report, um, you're very much encouraged to call these phone numbers or even both. It's okay to make a police report and to call into that um, CPS hotline there. And that's how, how CAC gets their referrals for these children. Um, if you have questions, of course, you can call our office, but we can't take in new referrals. They have to mm-hmm. come through one of these agencies. Um, and it's always best to to go ahead and contact both, let them know what's happening. That way it, we, we are insured to get the message if we have it from both agencies. Uh, it takes a lot of people to do all the things you do, to say the least. Not all of them get paid. You do accept and encourage volunteers and uh, 
You can volunteer as an ambassador, a family greeter, a special mm-hmm. event worker, a clerical assistant. Uh, the person to call if you want to volunteer is Courtney, and her email address is Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y, at cacsmithcounty.org. She's your volunteer coordinator. And um, without going into a whole lot of detail beyond what we've already told you, a lot of ways that you can be involved as a volunteer. So if you're interested in that, certainly do get in touch with Courtney. You can make a financial gift. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that you can donate online or just write a check. And um, also sponsor a CAC special event. Yes. We talked about special events earlier in the show, and now is as good a time as any to sure. bring up the fact you got a couple of them tied in together coming up, Blingo and the Bids for Kids. Mm-hmm. And um, any sponsorships still available for this year for these events, or are we looking at maybe sponsoring something next year? Um, there are sponsorships still available for our online auction, of course, um, and there's uh, those are available at cacsmithcounty.org slash events. You can see more information there. Um, you can also, of course, um, sponsor purses that will be given away at our event as well, um, and this is a great opportunity to um, for businesses to get their name in front of this group and, of course, for some uh, families in the community to, to help out in, in this way and, and bring in uh these women and and money into our center through these events and so it's a really great opportunity to be involved Um, you can also look forward to different events that we do some smaller that we do through our april community awareness events for national Mm -hmm. child abuse awareness month right and then we'll have opportunities available at that events website i mentioned as well Okay, just kind of summing it up here, Kaylin, uh, the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County, one of many are actually mm-hmm. around the country, and uh, you're, you're a United Way agency, and you're part yeah. of a couple of, I believe, national networks of children's advocacy centers and things of that nature. More information about that on the website. You basically exist, again, to minimize the trauma kids mm-hmm. face when they have been victimized by abuse. Cases work through CAC are criminal, and they focus on kids ages birth through 17. That's probably uh, good to mention in Mm -hmm. case somebody's wondering if they need to go through your agency to report abuse, uh, victims of physical and or sexual abuse, and also people who have witnessed a violent crime or been exposed Mm -hmm. to community violence. It's not just direct abuse or neglect. There are other things involved as well. Uh, Just kind of a quick plug, if you want to briefly tell us, or I will, we got less than a minute left in the show. I'll I'll take this part of it on. Sure. We do have uh, Blingo at the Cascades coming up on September the 12th. Still some opportunities to be involved with that. And then Bids for Kids, which is kicked off by Blingo, a big online auction, uh, runs September 12th through September 22nd, mm-hmm. and you're looking to make about 150 grand through these two events, so yes. good luck, and I'm sure you'll do well. Fortunately, you do have a lot of community support. We do. You can all, always use more. Kaylin Clakely with the Children's Advocacy Center of Smith County, our guest this morning on In Focus. Kaylin, thanks so much for dropping by and sharing with us yes. today. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. You bet. Again, Kaylin Clakely with the Children's Advocacy Center, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us and see you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.